live from North East London. Oh shit! Just I'm trying to do something different. Uh, live from North East London, it's the Cheap Show podcast from the House of Pickles. I'm your host, Paul Gannon, and with me it's Eli Silverman. Hi, everyone! It's the House of Pickles time. Look, Paul. Yes, I've done shit in here. Is that what that big mound is on the floor? That Mount Grot Pants has been. I did a poo relo- joke. I did a poo joke, and you completely walked by it. I want you to step into my poo joke. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to put all the poo, all the spoff, all the wee wee. It's a, all of this stuff, right? Is a is a component. It's only a small part of the overall smorgasbord of delights <laughs> and segments <laughs> segments that we do, Paul. And I just don't think we should start the show this week with poo poo. Give me that, give me that, give me, give me, give me that, give me that spoff, give me that, give me, give me that, give me that spoff, give me that, give me, give me that, give me, give me, give me that spoff. I'm in a singy mood today. I just wanted to warn you. Why? I don't know. Now, do 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 do. Oh, it's a sauce of pass me that sweet relish. There. Pardon, pardon, sir. Do 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 do. Sauce report, pass me the sweet relish. It's wee, wee sachet. Yes, give the sachet over. I'm holding a wee sachet here in my hand. Oh, and it's a sauce report. It's a Heinz sweet relish. It's very interesting. I'll hand it over to the expert. Right, this is Heinz sweet relish. What colour do you think that would be? It's a green packet. Yeah, it's a green packet. this segment. <laughs> it's a green packet. Now, Paul. Yeah. This is Heinz sweet relish. This is as far as I'm supposed uh, prepared to go for this show. And for the, I don't know the what integrity of the source report. I'm going to taste color. it. Yeah. I'm going to taste some sweet relish right now on the source <laughs> report. <laughs> that sounds dirty, doesn't it, boys and girls? Right. Here we go. I Smell hope... the half of this. This is old relish. What do you mean old relish? Smell it. It smells very sour. It's got a gristly kind of tang to it's it. It's like it's off, isn't it? Mate, when did you get it? Oh, a couple of years ago. Don't eat it. I'm going to... Don't... Why? I'm just... <laughs> it's not why. You don't have to. It's lumpy. I don't want it's you to. It's the source report. And then next week's the source report, Eli can't do this week because he's got aggressive <laughs> shits. Now, he's Paul. Blasting. Now, Paul. Hot liquid ass. Now, this was just my. The, yeah. the, uh, the, the hook to get people involved with the source report this week. Because I've just... got some actual important source report news to report on the source report. Okay? Yeah. And that important news Why is. Why don't you sniff some Lemsip while you're at I'm it? I'm not going to sniff Lemsip. Is it the little capsules you can break open? You can break those go... open. <laughs> Why would you <laughs> snort lemon? Well, why would you drink old fucking sweet relish? Old sweet relish. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze your sachet all so over what's the my big lips. What's, what's the big news? Sorry, I interrupted you. Crab bucket. Yeah. Crab bucket. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Crab bucket, Paul. This show used to be about something. Crab bucket. Yeah. It's about sauce, mate. This bit of the show is about sauce. The crab bucket will be the receptacle... For the sauce trough coming soon. Now to eat some what of this. Does that old mean? Relish. Does that mean you're just going to vom into a crab bucket? No, every I put time on my you... sauce sachets. You look, we can both admit, Paul. You what? know that the sauces have all got a bit out of hand here in the house the, of the, pickles. The trough. It's the trough is from... sort of spread everywhere. Yeah. There's sachets of sauce all adorning all sorts of places. Yes. I haven't kept track of the sauce. Uh, and that is remiss of me. Yeah, that is a problem that I'm bringing to the attention of the listeners in this. Sauce for sport. Sauce. <laughs> you know what? Before you sauce, jump, jump sauce. that down, I'm just going to put the credits in now. Welcome to Cheap Show. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse.
love noodles, right? It's a fact of cheese show, you're gonna have to fucking accept. Noodle time. Tails from the dance floor. How's the thing going? The price of shite. This is called Guarantee. Hello. Eli Silver. Welcome to Team Show. I'll go and I nuzzle. Right, well, we're back, and he's he's holding he's holding the. Look packet. at this sweet relish. It's all it's all lumps of green. I'm I'm really not enjoying right, I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to taste it. It might have to get the spitty tray what? ready. You might have to rethink your life decisions <laughs> that led you to this this particular decision. Paul, too late for that now. It's, w- it's way too. I late know, but for let that me now. save you. I'll be the Clarence that stops you from jumping off the bridge of sweet relish horror. Clarence, yeah, from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. Here we go. Clarence. Too late. Oh, 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 God. Oh, that's not very nice. That is not nice. I have had ah. a very visceral reaction to this. Um, oh, God. Oh, it is too early for me to be close to Vop <laughs> on this show. Uh, two, oh. some things, some things, Paul, to report from the Sweet Relish experience. I don't want to report. I don't want to report. It's off. <laughs> it's off. But it hasn't, you know, it's just gone a bit cardboardy. I'm closing my ears because I can't hear it. If I can't hear it, then I can't be affected. It has still some sweetness left, oh, but there's, a, there's an underlying kind of uh, oh. cardboardy sort just of rottenness. Just talk to them because I'm not It's listening. a dryness, a dry, like dry damp taste just t- underneath touch it. touch my knee when you're you done. Know? A dry damp taste underneath it. And that's a source report. Thank you. I'm going to tap his knee. And back in the room. Oh, I don't know why I had such a visceral reaction to that, no, but when I disgusting. saw your Look, face... It's all green and bogey-like. Oh, don't go there, <laughs> Come on, mate. You... Do you know what we need to do as a project? <laughs> Rebrand this podcast into The Lovely Show. <laughs> we need you to work on your gag reflex. It's getting worse the yeah, older I get. It's, I don't know why. But he doesn't, doesn't often bring you to completion. To full... <laughs> no, it <laughs> Does doesn't. It? To full vomiting. No. You just sort of gag, and then you I just seem to be able to just control it. I, I, not all the time, but largely I can just shut everything down. Have you down. actually tasted some grim food on either this show or Digitizer and vomited? Ne- I nearly vomited when didn't... I ate the earthworm. Oh, you, ate, you ate an earthworm? Yeah. You're uh, nicking all my moves. I'm not. It's just Biffo. That, you are nicking my moves. You know that Biffo's I used to swallow earthworms. Biffo's. I used to swallow earthworms. I've yeah, done it on this they, show. They were oh, alive. I wonder where you heard about that, Paul. You content vampire. Oh, 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 oh. I am a content vampire. <laughs> I steal vampire content from all you the... You steal the... vampire content. Shut up. I'm working it out. That's <laughs> all so I am flying in. I'm actually enjoying this voice. I am flying in. <laughs> I'm a bat. A kissy bat. Yes, I'm a very gizzy bat. Okay. I'm flying in. Oh, oh I steal this idea from you. <laughs> you fucking do. <laughs> Soon there's going to be like condiment condiment report or something, you know, isn't in, there? There is a future digitizer where we test sources. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm joking. We don't. We make noodles. Perhaps, um, perhaps you, I don't know, you know, Paul, but I've been getting a lot. It's a, almost like a rising tide of... Uh, outrage and d- just the demand from almost so, everyone. I- do you know where this is going, listener? <laughs> I do. Let's let them. Just let them. It's like get a tidal wave of demand. People fucking asking me on the street, 
calling me up, emailing me. I got a parcel and it was full of poo. And it was like, this is pig shit. Bring back fat sow, it said. And that's all I get all the time. Please, Paul. All right, if please. you can show me an email right now or a tweet that has uh, anyone saying it. I'll read this to you right now, okay? Yeah. Okay. I don't know whether to smash the illusion. You know, I'm going to smash the illusion. He opened up his 3DS. I'm reading <laughs> it from the 3DS. I get emails on it. You're right. Okay. No, that's le- legit. That's a legit. Ah, dear Eli, I absolutely love you and the show and uh, everything. Is the and er bit written in? Yes, or are you... and er. Uh, you can see. All right. Pointing uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the screen. It He's says Pointing uh, to a blank screen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> on a 3DS. Yes. No, I'm going uh, along with it. Please, 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 please. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Lots of pleases. Please. Yeah. Don't do another one, please. 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 <laughs> please. <laughs> please. 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 Bring back fats out. That's it. That's what it says. Oh, fair enough. In that case, I'm just going to open up my email on my phone and I'm uh, going to read an email here from uh, Alan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alan. And he says, Dear Paul. Please, 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 please. <laughs> no, don't, please. Please, no, please. Please don't allow for any more fat sal. Eli's ego is out of control. It's nothing to do with me, Paul. I forgot. What? Mate, okay, I forgot. Hang on, bear with me. I've got to pull this up. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you may know. You're going to pull it uh, up. No. Pull it out. The basic gist You're going to do Is it winky winky out the toppy? Uh, is it hello, Mr. Winky Hole? Hang hello. on. Hello out the top of the hole. Hello. Hooky round the, round the flies. Winky, winky, hello. Well, okay, so... Hello. Will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, so, I don't know if you know this, but a week ago, there was a screening of Ashens and the Polybius heist. Mm. And a, f- a few select people went... Oh, no. ...to go see the film. And feedback and things like that. Yes. So, I was speaking to Stuart uh, about this. About the test screening, yes. Yeah, because I wanted to know how it went. And... Oh, shut up. He says, well, went well. Everyone liked it, thank fuck. Great. Um, a couple of people disliked Eli's character, which is a bonus. And then, and then I say, "Well, what kind of commentary read?" So he sends a few more. He says, oh, uh, "Someone said this. it's an ensemble piece, not the Eli Power Hour." I don't know what that means. Uh, he sucked the life out of every scene he was in. Oh, shut up! This isn't even real. And then someone else said, "Plays the same character. I know what the role." No, no <laughs> one. Let These me are see that. that this on. is a bullshit. Uh, he was too short for some shots. And then Stuart goes, yeah, you had to stand on a box for some scenes. I, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's like little Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise gets a, a uh, like a, he he wouldn't stand on a box, Tom Cruise. Do you yeah. know that? He gets a, a um, uh, what does he call it? A trench. Yeah, a trench. A trench d- dug for his co-stars. So they have to get in the trench. He doesn't get on a box for anyone. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to do next time. Have my own trench digger. All right, well, that's great then. That's uh, not true. No one then, said that. And then that. someone said Eli's basically the Jar Jar of the Polybius heist. That is not I true. I fucking got it here. It's right here. It's bullshit. I'm going to delete the thread now. Oh, yeah. But anyway, they were the comments. So I'm shit. I was shit, was I? Yeah, you Is that shit. what they, they come up and... <laughs> Everyone doesn't like you. Uh, You're the worst yeah. thing in the film. So, Paul, you've riled me up. You didn't do anything where you got your knob out. And uh, the source report went well, but... <laughs> 
What have we got coming up on the show today? Today we've got a little trip to uh, Silverman's Platter. Oh yeah. Ooh. And I think we've got quite a lot to talk about in this that next segment. And then finally to end on, we're going to go story time. Story so time. So I've got end. another selection of story cubes from a charity shop for a quid. So I thought, let's have a little creative story oh, these time. Got, they've got different symbols than the ones we used yeah. before. They're all travel based, I think. Because oh, the one that I got originally hell. was just, it says... Just says Rory Story Cubes, but then this one says Rory Story Cubes Voyagers. Oh, so you get different kinds. They're quite yeah. You can get little ones like Mystery, where all they're all spy based. They're quite well made little things, aren't they? I mean, they're just dice, expensive dice, which is why when I see one for a pound, because they they must go for at least a tenner when when they first come out. Yeah, yeah. they're they're quite nice, aren't they? They've got a nice weight to them. Yeah, and there's a nice sort of um, fake ceramic. It's like Bakelite or something. Something that? like that. Brittle it's got plastic. a nice feel to it. Yeah. It's good to toss Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's good to toss. It's good to toss. Remember toss. that advert from the 80s? No. It's good to toss. No one said that. Yeah, it was a BT advert. No, it wasn't. And uh, well, uh, Do you remember that one where BT. it goes, Spooge in my cuff hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, like, uh, it was for a... Uh, it was a British gas, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was like British gas. It was like a... It was spooge like a ha- in my cuff hole. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a housewife who was at home. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I smell gas. And then... And then a guy turned up in a, in like a goes, Superman hero suit. Spooge in my cuff hole! And so she bats it otter's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and then that oh. gets a £10 I've off the gas You bill. know what? I've lost energy you now. Know, don't, lost... didn't, no, didn't you have a Tales from the Dance Floor you wanted to do? Oh, I thought we were going to do Tales from the Shop Floor. I don't know. We've, we've always, let's just do with this one. See how we go. Okay. Now I've got to add Tales from the Dance Floor, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, back by popular demand... No, it's not Fat Sal. It is a Tales from, from the, the Dance, dance floor. Floor, 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 Drop the bass, Seriously, we should maybe make a happy hardcore dance track. Dutch, 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 well, that was a minute of the podcast. Oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> Sorry I mean, about that. I love that. Uh, yeah, last night, a couple of things happened, Paul. Oh, it's, it's a uh, smorgasbord. Well, I was doing the, the Camden Blues Kitchen twice in a row this weekend. Oh. On the first night, yeah. which was Friday, uh, there was these strange women oh. at the front of the stage cheering and pointing at me. And I thought they could be cheap show fans, the- or they could just be nuts, or they could be looking at someone else. It was quite dark. And I had to well, do my job. Well, they imagined another person on stage. They were... There were other people milling about on stage, oh, other musicians and stuff. Yeah, they hadn't started playing yet. Yeah. Uh, but turns out they were cheap show fans. How did you know? I, on Twitter. So let, why don't I give a shout out? Why don't you give a shout out to the poor, desperate people who went all that way to see you ignore them at the Blues Kitchen? Which is Sav. probably what you did. Sav. Hi, Sav. At Savvyurks. Ladies and gentlemen, by the way, this is the first time Eli supplied content via social media for this podcast. It's good, isn't it? Uh, And she tweets, Finding Eli Snoyd at the Blue Kitchen. That's a different place, love. Yeah, that's where Eli eats his chunky sauce. Kitchen Electric Blue. Yeah. Chunky cheese sauce. Blue cheese sauce. Chunky, chunky cheese sauce. They do uh, blue cheese dressing. What are your thoughts on that? You hate it, don't you? Oh, I like blue cheese dressing. You do? Yeah. Maybe we should try to do our own homemade blue cheese dressing. 
no, I've no, no. He's dead. I've got a blue get, vein. Get, fucking, get that zombie out of here. I've got the blue vein sauce. Oh. <laughs> get out. He just won't oh, die. Zombie Uncle Grumbly. Uncle Grumbly. <laughs> he won't die. Really? Um, apologies if we made you feel uncomfortable, but we really enjoy your comedy. <laughs> yeah. And DJing. Oh. From the couple at the front that kept pointing at smiling at you. So Aww. they were like, thank you, Sav. It's nice Come to know that again. they probably know the podcast well enough not to approach you on stage. Maybe there was a bit of an apprehension about coming up and saying hello because I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck off. Fuck off. And then all of a sudden they're like, Cheap Show co-host is cunt. I did reach a sort of new level of nasty last night. But anyway, that's uh, at the end of this. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a new level of nasty. The first thing that happened is... uh, filthy. The first thing that happened is on on Friday... Yeah. Often, Paul, because I play... There's live bands, of course, at the venue. uh, Often people will will say, when's the next band on? Mm -hmm. Or when's the band on? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's perfectly fine. I perfectly tell them. Perfectly legitimate I tell question. I when the band is on. Half you know? an hour, love. Yeah. 10.30. 10.30. I wish it was sooner. Yeah. Because I could go, go fuck, for, for, yeah. take a piss. Buy the bins outside and get told off by your boss. I don't, that doesn't happen anymore. No, because you got told off by your boss. So. Mate, it's just <laughs> gone so downhill, that neighbourhood. Everyone's, there are people taking shits by the bins now. What, in Camden? Yeah. Oh. It's really bad. Because that venue next door shut down. Yeah. This is a venue, the one that was next door, has a award for... Excellence in the in the urban environment, in the built urban environment, an award, and they shut it down. Yeah, what, just because of tax or whatever. The pub on the corner is a fucking Fender, total corporate Fender yeah, guitar yeah. shop. Piece of crap, terrible building. That's where that pub used to be. The that we used to place, go to. That whole little micro neighbourhood has completely died. It yeah. used to be quite buzzing. You know what I mean? The, and now people like... are taking shits basically by the bins. Great. You know what I saw by the where I have to fucking do my break. There was a fucking rubber glove. What? And some human shit. Yeah. And gone? Yeah. What's been going on there? Bum egg removal processes. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Someone had to carry around with them Whatever. a glove. It's just not cool. Because they knew at some point in the night it's they'd the have to pull some shit out. It's the rise in homelessness and it's this fucking government. But anyway. Oh, not getting, not getting politics. Into that. But it's a good point. Yeah. Even I, even as per someone like me who hasn't lived in London all their life, and I moved here in 2001. Yeah. It was more Even of... I've noticed a massive change, certainly in Camden's identity. Yeah. And there was a, 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 a protest because, you know, the HS2 is going through Camden. Uh, Chris Packham was there saying they're cutting down what little greenery there is left in Camden. Yeah. To do it. It's a tr- oh, ladies Terrible and gentlemen, stuff. we're dangerously close to politics in this podcast Terrible. and talking seriously. Um, now, um, so. Can I just interrupt them before we go any further? Spoffy old cum load. <laughs> <Just get laughs> now now we're back. Right. Now we're um, back. So. Uh, one little thing that amused me, first yeah. little story, this uh, girl gets on the stage and she goes, when's the next person on? <laughs> right. I was like, what, you mean? Band. Yeah. yeah. She was like, yes, band. Now she was asking you, she didn't turn to the crowd dancing and ask, when's the next person <laughs> on? So I just, it amused me, I laughed in her face. All right, good. Oh, and then, nice. Do you mean band? What, did you mean you went, you pointed at her face and went, ha, 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 no, ha. I just cracked up. So All I was right. just like, trying to go, yes, how can I help you? And she was like, when's the next person on? Maybe she meant DJ. Maybe she thought you were shit. She meant band. Nah, she meant you. She went, when's the next DJ on? Next person. Well, the next story, Paul, yeah. has got a little element of that. Yeah. Right. So, last night, I I start DJ. Mm-hmm. First song, 
I often start with something mellow. It's the beginning of the night. People are still eating their yeah, food. No, one, no, no, no one's no, going to dance. No one's getting up and fucking no, dancing, no are they? No one's dancing. No one's, you know, it's just a bit of a mood music. Get people in the mood. Get them ready. Get them going. Little thing. Good game. Marvellous. Little thing to get them going. Yeah. So the first song starts playing. This girl immediately gets on stage, comes over and goes, is there going to be any dancing? Oh, whoa! That's a bit much. Salty. Yeah. Is there going to be any dancing? It's like, well, dance. Yeah, go on. You started off. Do you know what I mean? And she said, "Could you put play something louder?" And then you're it's like, the first that's, tune. It's not at your out of your hands. That, yeah, that, it's not. That, no, for one thing. Yeah. No. How dare you? And also, you are the party. You bring the party with you. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you always bring the weather party oh, with party. you. Party. You know. Is there going to be dancing? It's down to you. It's down to you, isn't it? It's, you make well, the first move. Well, that annoyed me. That annoyed me. Yeah. And then last night... Someone shat in your record box. No, a girl and came... And left a little rubber glove on. A girl comes up and she goes, oh, I don't know if this is really this kind of place. And I was just... I was what does tired. that mean? What did she say? She said, oh, I don't... You know, I, I know it's not really that kind of place, but... Okay, you know, so she's so about to preface, ask for something. Yeah, preface to... Yeah. And I cut her off immediately as soon as she said that and said, well, don't bother asking for it then. Oh, salty. Yeah, this is what I mean. But it's like, oh, I know you're not really going to. And so it's like, let's let's just leave it there. I'm not going to do oh, it. What did and she then, say? No, she kept, I kept. <laughs> oh, God. She goes, I know this isn't really this kind of place. And I said, okay, don't bother asking for anything then. And then she said, but <laughs> will you? Prick. And I said, what, are you going to ask, are you? No. I said, it was going, no, no, it's going to be a no. So <laughs> You are such a prick. In so many of these stories, I don't know how it is, but I, I think you see yourself as the hero and you're not. You're yeah, the I'm person the who's ruined someone else's night. You're not. And she was like, no. I was like, no, don't ask. Don't ask. And she's like, oh, but okay, reggaeton. I was like, <laughs> what's reggaeton? It's that really... Um, it's that music. It's kind of like Latin reggae hip hop. You'd know it. Okay, no, I mean, that's it. fine. But I'm saying it's not a particular song. It's a, it's a genre of music. It's a whole music. genre of dance oh, music. That's interesting. I mean, you might have played that towards the end of the night. Sometimes no you play way. a bit of No, like... I get fired. You've played reggae at the end of the night, no, though. No, reggae is a completely different thing. Reggaeton. Oh, it's a different thing. I'm going to oh, play you a bit. Tom. Yeah, yeah reggaeton. Not reggaeton. I thought there was a guy called reggaeton. Who made reggae songs? I can smell a character. I'm not doing it because I <laughs> yeah, can only yeah. imagine. Yeah. I'll get you drunk, man. Well, but, well, how about <laughs> Uncle Grumbly? Play, Zombie Grumbly plays reggae Tom. No, we can't mash characters together I like think that. We should. No. No. Anyway, look. He's gonna... dead. And we'll only come back when I feel it's funny. Um, le- I I just want to play you a bit of reggaeton just to see show, right. show you how. I look forward to hearing reggae Tom. How totally inappropriate the whole thing is. This is reggae. This is reggae Tom from. Reggae Tom. <laughs> no. It's Reggae Tom. You ready? Reggae Tom. Right, you ready? Yeah, Reggae Tom. It sounds like Coldplay. Yeah. It's sort of Latin pop dance music. So wait for the beat to drop. No, oh, I'll have to wait for the beat to drop. <laughs> so it's got that dance hall. Yeah. That beat is like dance hall. That's the reggae bit. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. It wouldn't work. Also. So hang on. One also, you... Paul, it wouldn't work, but also... Shit, isn't yeah, it? Really shit, yeah. But for, really, though, who is Reggae Tom? 
<laughs> Fuck off. What? There is no reggae Tom. Oh, poor... So do you think I was over nasty? Yes. Well, she said, it. look, I, it probably isn't that kind of place. No shit, it isn't that kind of place. Have I played one single tune in the last two hours from, you know, after 1975? No, I haven't. No, no I, I haven't, know, sweetheart. But, so know. look. Perhaps I shouldn't use terms like sweetheart. Sweetheart and love. <laughs> really like belittling terms. Yeah, maybe. Sorry, I'm sorry, everyone. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start the show. That after was Tales from the Dark. Do you think the show has started? You hate me, does it? What are you no, going to say? I said this with more hateful stories. You had hateful stories. It wasn't hateful. Built on hate. What Did about you... the girl who said, uh... when's the next person on? <laughs> that was funny, was it? No. All right. Bono bono testi, it's a gono mesti, it's a talimanto, it's a kitty minkies. Paul, I, was, I went to the shop just now, because uh, we, we're out of sugar. Don't do that. Do not do that. Do we're want. out of sugar, yeah? Yeah. So I was looking, they've got loads of, uh, loads of white sugar, but the brown sugar, those, those packets, <laughs> Demerara. <laughs> Yay! Oh, very well Demerara. done. Demerara. Demerara. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what? You like that's that. That's tickled me right. considerably, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And I'm oh. cock-a-hoop. Oh, it's a fucking peak moment here on Cheap Show. Wow. I'm going to take a little metal picture. Click. There we go. Oh. Demerara. Demerara. Now. <laughs> oh, oh, we've peaked. Uh, See you next week, everybody. It's dark in here now. Yeah, I know. Oh, you got a new lamp. I've got new, all new stuff, don't I? I do have a new lamp. Yeah. Isn't it? It's good. Could you reach over and turn my other lamp on? Hello, mm. baby. I'm Reggae Tom. No. I thought you weren't going to do Reggae Tom. I'll do Reggae Tom. No, don't. Please don't. All right, I won't. I'll give him another accent then. <sighs> oh, I'm Reggae well, Tom. No. Oh, I'm Reggae Tom. Please leave. Oh, I'm Reggae Tom. Reggae Tom. Listen, you bum. can't do music in here because you know what? Teen Yeti. It's, it's oh, a... oh, oh, but did you hear about the court case he's doing? What? Teen Yeti. What do you mean? You've not heard about this? No. I heard on the uh, like TMZ website, you know that uh, showbiz website, yeah, yeah. that Teen Yeti's going through uh, what's it called? Let 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's litigation. 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 He's getting litigated on. With that movie that's just come out, Abominable. Mate, I know. I didn't Have want you to seen me- it? I didn't want to bring it up, but you know. It's about a teen yeti. He is a teen yeti, but it's got none of the hard edge that teen, you know, that no, he teen yeti's been through the stuff. You no. Know? I, I just, I, I, Are the scribbles in it? Have they nicked the scribbles I don't, as well? I don't know. Well, look, I'll be going and checking it out and reporting back to teen yeti, because you know we've got quite close. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and... If there is any kind of skiddy eating organism, yeah, then that eats poo, skiddies, even if it eats spoff, if it sucks spoff out like a butterfly, spoff is like a butterfly. No, it flaps not its like wings. a like a butterfly would eat your tears, you know. No, I've never heard of a butterfly that eats tears. They do. Besides, well, and it would drink tears. Yeah, wouldn't it would it? drink it with yeah. its long. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like your tears. I like sweat as well. Oh, poo poo. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they do. Anyway, I'll be reporting back. But anyway, so yes, you're right. 
Teen Yeti is in legislation. <laughs> but I've heard it's tore him up because it's, it's like, it was meant to be like his life story and they took the script and changed it, made it an animated it's like feature. Fucking, it's like Bigfoot and the Hendersons. All, it's all over again. Again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. it's misrepresenting Yeti culture. Well, hopefully we can get a... It's um, misrepresenting snowman, the snowman world and sanitising it. As you know, Teen Yeti's a fun the streets. He man. is from the hard street of... Mount Grot Pants. You know? Yeah. He had to fucking build Mount Grot Pants up from his, from his, you know... Grassroots. From the grassroots, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and anyway... Know, he's seen strife. So he also is in legis- legis- litigation. Yeah, it's hard, that word, isn't it? Litigation. <laughs> he's litigating. Yeah. He's suing. Yeah. And that means he is especially sensitive about music going on in the House of Pickles environment. Oh. And he might have to send his bodyguard. Oh, no. <laughs> he won't. Well, then, no, that's I think he is. I think he's tread carefully. You said, oh. No, you set him off. He's coming. He's he's look. Just fucking go through with this. Here we go. (laughs) He's a hulking figure. He's hulking over. Another one man show moment from Eli Silverman. Hey, uh now. Hi, hi there. Uh yeah. Uh so uh I uh I am not looking you in the eyes, George. I uh I was uh I was monitoring the uh my bank of monitors that I I monitor, uh, and I heard someone say something about reggae. There can be no music, no artists in this place, okay? Oh, I'm reggae time. Now, listen here. I'm Freddie Goon. <coughs> I I have permission from yeah. the estate. I'm, yeah. Actually, your voice is quite nice. Yeah, I'm reggae time. Sounds feeling, like Vicky's the cat. I'm going to change it. I'm feeling a hardening. There's a hardening going on right now. Oh! I don't know why, but it's hardening. And you know what? On a twist, a little twist in my character, I don't get hard downstairs no more. No. I don't get hard downstairs. I get hard nips. Now I get hard in the... I think that's a fundamental character change, flaw, and I don't think you should do it. Well, I think I... you'll be betraying everyone Well, who's... you listen to me, young man. Me? You're talking to me now. No, you listen to me, young man. Yeah. I can't control where I get hard, whether it's downstairs, in the basement... Or if it's in the, the mid-range clothing area of the department store. I'm still my... not convinced this character works, Eli. I'm just going to say that now. Well, I've got a very hard in the mid-range area. Yeah. I've got two hard-like, bullet-like points of hard steel. You know what? Poking through my shirt. Just don't do anything. Do you know what, Mr. Goon? Yeah? When I hear about your body parts hardening, you know what happens to me to hear that? What happens? I start agaping. Things agape. You got they some... gape open. Are you got the? I'm gaping wide. Got... <laughs> <laughs> right now, I am agape. Uh, maybe you could put it like this. Yeah, I am wide downstairs. It... <laughs> <laughs> You've left the fire exit wide open. Oh yeah, in the basement, and everyone's running out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Now. Right. Just no more music. All right. It's a protected area. It's a copyrighted area. House of Pickles. I can assure you there'll be no more you reggae, You have to get Tom. a performance license. Yeah. If you want to perform any kind of music, uh, original music in this uh, whole okay, environment. Okay, all right. That's okay. fine. How about I just burn I've down got... Mount Grot Pants? Is that a threat? No, it's a question, isn't it? Is that a threat? What if I, I burned... I got all of this on, on tape recorder. The tape recorder is I, I'm wearing a wire. Seven minutes and we haven't done the record yet. I'm wearing a wire. Yeah? I'm just warning you. Everything's been recorded. The wire is nestling between my... (laughs) Hard nips. (laughs) Yeah, but don't worry, because this is a podcast and I'm recording it anyway. 
Right. I'm so, just asking a question. If, for instance, I knew that I'll tell you something Yeti was at home and I burned his home down, Is then I don't threat? have to worry about well, I'll be that going anymore. Back. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Think about it this way, Goon. Shh, shh. Well, yeah. He dies. The value of his records goes up, Elvis style. We can make a bit of money. I don't, I, I'm not hearing this right now. I don't, yeah, I'm not hearing this right now. He doesn't. I can pay you more than him. Let me tell you one thing. I can pay you more than him. I don't take bribes. And I'll make you hard I anywhere. I, I don't take bribes. Mate, I'm it just saying. Make me, it only makes me hard when you're not cooperating. Uh, if I gape any wider, I'll fall onto the stool. i fall down through it. The, the stool will fall into you. It will fall up into me. Ooh. Ooh. That's <laughs> right, how I'm wide going. I am. Seriously, My think about it. My totally dropped. Think about it, Mr. Goon. Me and you. I'll, I make a, I will make a lot it. of money. I will consider it. We can kill off Team I will Yeti. consider it late at night. Yeah. And it might cause a hardening <laughs> yeah. downstairs. Okay. All right, well, all well I'm, I'm going back now. All right. Okay. I got your number. All right. I'll call you. My nips are like little bullets. Just think about it. It's all I'm oh, asking. My nips are drilling through my T-shirt now. Team Yeti's past his peak creativity, so oh, we'll be yeah, doing him a favor. Well, 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 well. Well, you, you can think... all say all sorts of stuff. Why are you turning northern? You go, oh, take some stuff. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, oh, I'm Mr. Freddy Goon. Causing hardness. Hardness. Um, hey, up. Goodbye. Well, the plot there thickens. He goes. He's such a hulking great man, isn't he? Yeah, and he's very erect. All sorts of erectness in places yeah. you wouldn't even expect. He tried to walk past the radiator, made it sound like he was putting a bottle down the. Ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Washboard. Yeah, I did like the washboard. washboard. Yeah, like playing a washboard. Let's try it again. <laughs> he's hard, he's hard all over the place. Yeah, and when he tried to uh, get past the radiator to leave the room, he played it like a washboard. Thank you. Is that all right? Yeah, it wasn't good. Right. It wasn't worth it. He had a big dick. Right, the plot thickens. Now, let's start with um, the platters. It, it's time for Silverman's platters. Yeah, Paul. And unlike on recent episodes, I have actually sourced the platters. Yeah, it's right? nice. It makes a nice change. Now, we're going to start with. Yeah. A uh, little something my flatmate picked up in a charity shop. Do we do the pee for you? <laughs> no, I'd like to start with a little something that my flatmate picked up in a charity shop. Now, this is uh, by the M&O band. Uh, it's on the Creole label. Are they a big name by no, and large? absolutely never heard of them ever before. Oh, right, okay. This could, ex- could, in fact, be the only thing they ever did. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, isn't it? It's on the Creole label, which is a yellow and brown label. Fade. The label yeah. is both colours. A gradient. A gradient. They mm. fade into each other. Now, Creole, Creole, what are they? They were British, and I think that what they mainly specialised in was putting out R&B disco sort of records from the American market and, oh. and reissuing them into the British market. Oh, so it was like licensing. Yeah. Uh, but they also have strange stuff like this, which is strange instrumental stuff. Now, this is a single by M&O Band, Let's Do the Latin Hustle. Is it their song? No. Eddie Drennan. I've got the Eddie Drennan version. So Eddie Drennan's the original guy who wrote The Hustle. No. He had a single called The Latin Hustle and the flip, Let's Do the Latin Hustle. So it was a knockoff of all the popular hustle tracks that were out. It was definitely a a version of The Hustle. We can go into more detail, but actually, if you just want to go to YouTube, look for Todd in the Shadows, and he does a video on... Van the McCoy's The Hustle, yeah, which is the it, biggest uh, disco sort of crossover hit of all yeah, time. I so guess. check that out but if you want But there was more. all sorts of hustle tunes that came along. One of them was the Let's Do the Latin Hustle. Yeah. Um, which is a bit sort of a, a tautologist because... Disco kind of comes from Latin sources in the Latin first place. in the first place. Yeah. And the hustle has a very Latin influence. It's like saying, oh, it's the Italian pizza. Yeah, exactly. You think, uh, well, it's, it's a bit yeah. like that, yeah. Um, 
But what interests better me better than a washboard now, analogy. Yes, that was didn't work. Poor. But, <laughs> very poor. That's not the interesting side of this uh, single for no. me. The the A side. Let's do the Latin hustle. The interesting side for me is the flip, which is called Switchback. And let's listen to a little bit of Switchback right about now. So yeah, it is a. I think, as you said, it sounds like a, almost like a TV theme. Yeah, but it's got a kind of plaintiveness to the melody, which I yeah. enjoy. A little bit Hill Street bluesy. Yeah, which it's, is strange. It's a bit melancholy. There's a sort of slight melancholy, which I like. I think adds to it, and it's got that fantastic uh, moogie bit, moog solo bit, which, which it has a sort of again a, a radiophonic orchestra kids. Um, it's kind of Hitchhiker's Guide feel. And a bit feel. like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, it's which was a an little Eagles bit tune, wasn't it? Famously. The Journey of the Sorcerer, something like that yes. it's called. That is, a, you know, have you ever seen you anyone play that it... on the, you know, like there's a few videos on YouTube of people playing it on a banjo. Yeah. It's beautiful, that track. Well, they were very uh, accomplished musicians, the Eagles, weren't they? Yeah, Extremely. I mean, the, there's a lot of people who think the people themselves are horrible, but the music they made were good. Well, it was but that, I don't know, that, I don't know too much about the Eagles. cynical... LA coke culture in the 70s when they were doing all of that and they, okay. yeah, it was all a bit sort of um, they were like the oasis the, of their time yeah the peace and love had totally gone out of the music by then you know and yeah, it was just all... very slick it's adult orientated rock I don't care for the, the Eagles that much you know you can see it's good the thing but, about the Eagles is, because their songs were so long, they were great to time out pre-rec shows when I was working for a radio station. Oh, right. go, so they were useful. Six minutes, and I can't put two two minutes. Oh, uh, yeah. oh the Eagles are six minutes and 15 really? seconds. Really like, useful. bang. Well, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about Oasis, all the tunes on uh, Be Here Now. Are. Yeah, about five, six minutes long. I can't long. believe how terrible that one that's a rip-off of Hey Jude is. Well, yeah, was it all around the world? Wow. Around the world. Yeah, nine minutes. Fucking terrible. And it feels and, like it. And then there's a a a, re, a reprise of two minutes at the end of the album as yeah. well, where we get that again, more but I, another two but, minutes. It's like I think Noel Gallagher's even said that's the album you make when you're arrogant on coke and no one says no to you. Yeah, because that's exactly the album you make. Indulgent wank, disastrous. But that uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy song. Yeah. Was it the actual Eagles version that they played I, on the soundtrack, I or did they believe re-record it, it? No, I don't believe so it is. So I think it's a bit more electronic sounding the one they did, isn't yeah. it? Because it doesn't sound like the Eagles. They're not known for their synthy stuff, no. are they? But I like that switchback by M and O Band, and it says produced by Martin and Owen. Um, sorry, Murphin and Owen. So that's the who the M and O are. Them. 
as well. You can see in the bracket it says Murphy and Owen. So, so that's, that's who the M and O are. Yeah. So it sounds like to me like they're like session plays because the two songs are so drastically different in yeah, style. Yeah, they must be. And it's very library music esque, isn't very. it? Very. And, and it's teetering on easy listening, sort of lift music almost, isn't it? So imagine selling that. But it's got that. something to it. I like it. And it, it's that sweet spot for me in between library music. And also, I love the obscurity of it. It's just a tune they obviously just did because they had to put something on the flip of this single. It's like, you know yeah, no, great A-side. Your, your Latin hustle's really good. Now, your B-side. You what? Your B-side. You know, you're so... Head up. You what? <laughs> B-side? What's that mean? Yeah. Well, records have two sides. Yeah, I know. So what do you put on the other? B-sides! But that's it. You don't have that. The strictures of the format actually led to a sort of type of music, which yeah. is the throwaway flip. Music you know? or... Yeah, the throwaway. And there's lots of examples. Recently, on um, one that we've covered is Goldie by... Uh, what's he called? Simon Peter, Groom. Simon, Peter Groom. Peter Groom. Peter Simon Groom. But there's also like songs about being on a B-side. Like There's that Chaz and Dave song about I'll be on the B-side. Yeah. Called, I think it's called Wallop. I might be and wrong. And there's an extremely no, famous Wallop. there's an extremely famous uh, psych rock single. Yeah. By Tintern Abbey. Oh, uh, this sounds familiar. Go on. And the the B side is called B side. Oh. But it's a fantastic tune in its own right. There's Great. also Eric uh, Morgan Wise's the B side. Yeah. So was... it was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. But that Simon Groom one was definitely just his producer just just did something like didn't he? Mas- Mas- Simon, um, your first song. Good cover, very good cover. We need something for your B side. You what? <laughs> B side? You what? You gotta put something on the B side. Yeah. You what? You what? B side? I've got to now, do another this could song. Be a character called. <laughs> now, yeah, and the other thing that bring, comes to mind, I don't know if we've ever covered it on the show, but yeah. there was Chalk Dust. Remember Chalk Dust by the Brat? Which was no. a, you do. It's um. Is it a song? Yes, it's I- a it's. The Michael McEnroe piss take when he was like, "Oh, we've done it on the show." I don't think we have, um, but I think we did it on, on Clickables. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Years ago, anyway. There's um, there's a, it's a, a novelty song about John McEnroe losing his shit. The umpire strikes back. Yeah, yeah. It's called the umpire strikes back, and it's a weird rap the, spoken thing. Uh, but the flip is again just a muse, uh, an instrumental that they obviously just. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a good example of it, because I think this has some merit. It has a kind of... It's nice. It's a nice little track. I will say that. There's now special about it. And the second platter we're going to cover... Oh, uh, what do you want to rate out of how many platters? I'd give it three and a half. I like it. 3.8, All right, maybe. I'll go with three. I like the Moog. It's sort of a bit... It's, uh... it's, it's pleasant. Yeah. The only problem is, right, for me, is that if that's on a compilation, like on an album, you can go with it. But because it's a B-side, how many times are you ever going to play it? You know what I mean? It's like, it's weird when you get music so disposable. Yeah. That you get slapped on a B-side. It's like, you don't do easy listening that way by playing all the B-sides of something. Well, personally, I think I could use it as a sort of a bed in a, when I'm doing a radio show or something. Just sort oh, of like, you know. yeah, it's got that. Coming up later tonight on yeah. Jazz FM. I like that type of incidental music. And um, next track is a similar, is a B-side Yeah, uh, that... Didn't appear anywhere else. Yeah. And it's called Tumpy. Tumpy! <laughs> oh, we nearly played it a few episodes ago. When but we did now the... we've brought Tumpy back. Oh, haven't we just brought it back? Tumpy's back, and this is on... Guess uh, who's back? Is... Tumpy's back. <laughs> <laughs> this is on BBC Records and Tapes, which I collect. Yeah, uh, Eli does like his BBC Records label. The singles. Yeah. Uh, I love the singles. 
Uh, all blue, sorts classic of shit. blue label. All yeah. sorts of stuff, but mainly it's stuff from their shows, wasn't it, really? Yeah, like the composers who had made the songs for theme tunes. Yes, and but they, they also uh, had their subsidiary, Beeb Records. Did they? I'm sure we've covered that before, but yeah, yeah go Beeb, on. Uh, which had sort of, um, I think they actually put stuff out that wasn't on TV, that was just sort of... Yeah. Anyway, this is George Fenton. The A-side is Shoestring. Which was a detective show. Which is a detective show. But obviously, he had, uh, this guy George Fenton had detective show themes uh, coming out of his ass. Because he's also put a fucking good detective show theme on the other side, and it's not connected to any detective show. Yeah. It's called Tumpy. Should we listen to a bit of that Let's right now? Let's listen to Tumpy right now. Like Tumpy. Tumpy's good, isn't it? Tumpy, yeah. You could definitely imagine a show going with that. Um, what kind of show would it be? Because obviously it's a show that will never be made. It'd be like this. Well, no, let's work out the genre first and then move into the scene. I want to I get a picture of where, where your mind is. Okay. All right, so where are we? This is my we? pitch here. Tumpy uh, is a northern coroner, an autopsy doctor, who gets involved right. in uh, local uh, crimes and murders. And he smokes fags. No, I don't see that. What do you got? Oh, I on, see Tumpy the- as like a minder character. Like he's the guy. He's like there's a market stalls, and he's the guy who you go to to get stuff done. He's, he's a, like he's a, kind a finder. Of, he's a yeah. He's like a jack of all trades. He's like oh mate, oh, right, where am I going to get some? Where am I going to get some? Better. Okay, so let's do, the first, let's do oh, the first scene. Tumpy knows. So I'll be Tumpy. Yeah. All right, let, let, oh, play the theme tune. Here we go. And now on BBC One, it's time for another episode. Of Tumpy. Get your pellets, love your pellets. Got pellets here. Ooh. All right, all right, Ooh, darling. I'll buy some pellets, love. Oh, you're looking lovely today, Mrs. Ginny. Oh, thank you. Eh? Oh, great tits, brilliant. Love Ooh. them, jubby jubby, up up up, downy downy. And they don't leak no more. Oh, that's good. Ah, oh, because they were leaking all over my stuff. I had to slap you. Yeah, well, didn't you? Just you had to anyway. Take move our... on, move oh, on. Right, bye. Bye. I didn't want to buy pellets. No, you can't buy no pellets. They're for men. Pellets. 
Pellets. Oh, hello, John. Hello. What's going on then, John? I'm I'm Tumpy. What's that? Something I do. You tap your chest and go. When I often when I solve a crime or. Well, listen, Tumpy. Yes, John. What? What is it, John? Come behind the screen. Come behind the screen at the back of the stool. Now I've come behind the screen, and now it's time. Time to talk to you. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> anyway. Yes, Tumpy. What? I've heard a little bird's tongue. I'm Tumpy. Sorry. Yeah. Tumpy. What I... is it, mate? Oh, fucking let me get a word well, out. Get a word out, then. I've got a fucking stool to run here. A little bird's told me. Shut pellets. your fucking cake hole. All right. You got my attention now, John. Thank you. Now, a little bird's told me oh, yeah? what that you've bird? come into uh, possession of a certain suitcase full of wind-up yapping dogs. Oh, I may have. I may not have. And I uh, may. Uh, they may be here on the premises. They may be somewhere else. Yep, 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 yep. Shut up, you little fuckers. Yep, yep, well, yep, yep. I just Shit. wanted to point out that I've recently lost a suitcase full of wind-up yappy doggies. Uh, I and I know. find it very interesting. Uh, John, I don't. I can't help you, mate. Yeah, I find You'll it very... You'll have to go in- now. I've got a queue building. Uh, I see in the corner of your uh, little uh, market store there, you've got a little vibrating box of yapping items. Those are yapping frogs. Let me have a look. I'll have to... Yeah, all right, then. Or I'll break your thumbs off and stick them up your ass. Come over here. Lean over. Have a look in this suitcase. I promise, mate. John, I'm I'm honest. They ain't... They are frogs. They're frogs. I've got them off Rigby Rigby Phil. Well, Rigby Phil is currently face down in the Thames. What? Yeah, he crossed me one too many times. Face down in the Thames? Yeah, he's face down in the Thames. (laughs) In the Thames, face down. He's face down in the Thames. What's wrong with that? He's dead. Thin water, he's like... He was treading on thin water. I right, to give just a push. lean over here, John. All right, well, I'll have a look. And uh, I this promise, b- mate, they're yapping frogs. Right. They're yapping frogs. All good. You can have a few if you like, you know. Here we go. Let's have a You can have a few because it's all, it's all good between Let me, me and just you. say this to you, Tampy. If what? I open this suitcase and there is even one yapping dog in there, I'm going to rip your balls out, right. make you eat them. That's perfectly understood. Have you shit out your balls. Oh, I'll shit my balls out. I'll put out. my balls in a sandwich, I'll blend it down. You'll and put I'll, your balls in a sandwich? Uh, yeah, I don't. I've, got, like your, I've, your I've, I've got confused. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's eating balls. Right, just lean over here. All right. Bit further. Bit further. Fuck off, John. I've got your yapping dogs and I'm out of here. (laughs) Tumpy! And scene. And scene. Well, I can't wait to see what happens next week. On another edition of Tumpy. Tumpy. There we go. I like that. I'm going to give that. Um, do you know anything about the artist who made Nothing. it? George Fenton. George he Fenton. He obviously is a TV composer. Or yeah, yeah. He's probably done a lot of stuff. Namely, Shoestring. Shoestring he did. Do you want me to do some research on George Fenton? Yes. Let's have a little let's bit of background there. Paul. Let's do that. George <laughs> Fenton. Composer. Uh, oh, English composer. Best known for working on the BBC series The Blue Planet and Planet Earth. So he's done all that recently, hasn't he? That's good. He's done TV and radio jingles for all kinds of BBC thing. Feature films. He's done uh, Gandhi. He did Gandhi. Okay, so he's a big deal. Uh, Shadowlands. Cry Freedom. The Madness of King George. The Crucible. The kind of, yeah, that. When British films are like known for being arty but also prestige. commercial, yeah, yeah prestige, Pre- prestigious. Uh, what else? Company of Wolves, High Spirits, 
not all winners. And yeah, what was just, high spirits. It was that comedy with uh, Peter O'Toole and Steve Guttenberg and Daryl Hannah. Wasn't it very good? It came out in that whole kind of supernatural comedy craze of the eighties. Uh, they were like ghosts, Beetlejuice were and Ghostbusters and things. Right. So. Guttenberg plays an American tourist who goes to, I think, a Scottish castle. I vaguely remember this. Liam Neeson's in it as well, playing the angry ghost who every night kills Daryl Hannah because uh, they're okay. the ghosts. And then yeah. one day Steve Guttenberg interrupts that play out. And who directed? Oh. Like Mel Smith or something? No, but I think it was like one of those, you know, one of those directors who made a lot of films for Ealing and then made the... Yeah, yeah. But I might be wrong. Oh, God. Neil Jordan. Was director of... The Crying Game and The of Company course. of Wolves yes. and things like yeah. that. Oh, there you go. So, there so, we go. so he's done a lot. Good. That Tumpy chain's pretty good. I like it. I like Tumpy. We all like a bit of Tumpy. We do. Yeah, he's done uh, a... let's, we, You know what we're hoping? We're hoping what? that it goes like Winky. Like it's Tumpy, Winky. Tumpy, Winky. And then we need a fourth one called Splat. Yeah. And that's a kid's show. Tumpy and Winky and Splat exactly. went for a trip to Bibbly like Bob more. Forest. Yes. Don't... And then Splat goes, I've got a secret. And took Winky behind a tree. And all you can hear is Winky say... <laughs> I'm cutting that out. Right. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> shall we move on with the Let's next platter? On. Platter. It's the platter that and keeps that matter. Let's not forget who the, the patron the... saint of this segment is. Yes, Clyde McFatter. Matt Clyde McFatter, who makes the platters that matter. Yes, he certainly does, and he sponsors our platters. And he's a Matt Hatter. Well, I don't Stop know. Sorry, I keep the touching the thing. He's going to get electric shock. Right. Right, so, oh, this is our... Moving on. Do you want to introduce this bit of uh, the uh, platter section? I'll start with that one, I reckon. Because we that's going to be a tangent, isn't it, really? Yes. Long story short, Eli shows me an album today that he bought in a, ch- in a record shop for £4. It's called... Quite Clint's- a lot, but I, it's the type of thing that I thought might work on the show, and here we are doing it, Paul. And so it's money well spent. I think so, because it's called Clinton the Clown, and the album cover is an old man with grey hair, and on one side of his face, just face, but on the second side of his face, clown makeup. Again, there'll be pictures on our website if you want to check that out. It's unusual to number the sides of his face. One part of his face. <laughs> and the second two, side. Second yeah. <laughs> side of his face. Okay. First side of his face. <laughs> and then the second side okay. of his face. Thank you. Um, and I looked at it thinking, first of all, like you did, it sounds like an American guy. It looks extremely American because he's called Clinton Ford. Yeah, that's his name, the artist. And what's the other guy? George Chism. Chism. That sounds very American. And, and the, uh, the sounds band's like Jism. And it does. George Jism. And also the band. No. George. I've never been talking. I've never been talking. I've never been talking. I've never been talking. Okay. George Chisholm. Yes. Uh, here's a tissue. If you just go and uh, just... <laughs> please. <laughs> but I thought it must be American because of the American-sounding names and the yeah. band's called the Inmates, and also the the second side of his face, which has got the clown thing on, is red, white, and blue, blue. and it looks a little bit like uh, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, it's a bit creepy, isn't Except it? Except John Wayne Gacy only used angles, no curves on his face. That's that why true? he was, yeah, because that's why he was kind of off. Because a lot it was of clowns part of his would... OCD. Was... No, it's just his design was to look like that. And a lot of clowns professionally would say, that's weird. There's, no, there's no yeah. corners, there's, yeah, yeah. there's no curves, sorry. There's no, there's curves. no yeah. yeah anyway, uh, that's a by the by. So, you hadn't listened to it before we checked it out tonight. I hadn't, I just picked it up uh, the other day. So, let's play the first track of this album because I think it will give the listeners a perfect idea of the complete tone of the album yes and it goes like this it's called My Baby's Wild About My Old Trombone 
Linton Ford and George Chisholm, taken from the original cylinder on Pi Records. And that's kind of what it is. Now, it's throwback comedy Dixieland music. It's, well, it's, it's not. I don't know if it's Dixie because it's a little bit kind of musical from the... Musical, uh, Dixieland. It's all that pre, pre-World pre War Two music, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to spin off into many tangents, it's like, it is the sound that Bonzo Dog started out doing. Bonzo Dog do They were band. doing a lot of these kind of covers and things. Like, you even look at some of their own songs, like Jollity, Park, uh, Jollity Farm. And you know it's, it's on that template, yeah. the old thirties, forties music template. And, I, and yeah. I guarantee they covered the old Bazaar and Cairo and things like that when they were. Now doing... that's the second tune, the old Bazaar and Cairo. Should we have a bit of that one as well? Let's Paul? have a little bit of that one. Fifty bubble lump in the old bazaar in Cairo. Brandy, shandy, beer without a prop. Braces, laces, a candle for the moth. That you'd look a dolly in an old loincloth in the old bazaar in Cairo. You can buy most any anything. Thimbles, fat cows, a little bit of string. You can purchase anything you wish. A clock, a dish, and something for your auntie Fanny. Harem, scarum, what do you think of that? Dancing on the mat. That's enough of that in the old bazaar in Cairo. So very much a pastiche of the Middle East, of you know the the Oriental. So it's not not particularly politically correct these days. No, it did make me think of our our friend Derek and And his his bone hoover. hoover. Yeah. You can be a little bit of a groover by yourself, a little bone hoover down <laughs> yeah. in the old bazaar yeah. in Cairo. It could have been that in kind of thing. I mean, if he'd said bone hoover, then it would have it would have led some credence to um, to Derek's story, wouldn't it? Well, very much so. Yeah, but <laughs> not, not a mention. We've listened to it all the way through. There's no mention. So it. it's like a collection of old standards, you know, songs that were popular back in the day, and a few new songs that they've written but in for the style. Song, in that style, but it is meant to be comedy. And uh, am I right in thinking this guy? George Clinton Ford, not George Clinton. <laughs> oh yes, different one. Clinton, Clinton Ford, Ford. Uh, wasn't was known for skiffle and uh, apparently he his he started out as a red coat at Butlins, 
then got involved with Skiffles and involved with some kind of jazz Dixie band yeah. kind of thing called the Mersey Sippy. Trad Brit jazz was yeah. all of it like that, wasn't And it? was yeah. on the rise along the time, same time the Beatles were and playing oh, at really? the caverns. Yeah. And then it's like, because apparently like George Chisholm was a famous jazz musician. And if I remember rightly, he was briefly part of like the Goon Show band. The Goons, or the Goon yeah. Show. And again, you can hear the Goons in this as so well. So that's comedy music or yeah. music for comedy. It was like it? this idea of like, modern britain being satirical via old musical numbers yeah but they could be cheeky but go give it a wink yeah like you listen to all the songs bill oddie wrote for i'm sorry i read that again and they're of this style it's that style with a it? twist you know a kind of wink at the audience. we'll be vulgar and rude it's and suggestive sort of post-war looking at the music yeah. from earlier in the century and subverting of, it or and using it to be a bit naughty to be a bit naughty um, uh i mean uh python uh, Eric Idle does that kind of thing as well. Yeah, I mean, so there's Eric... a, tr- a rich tradition of this sort of comedy jazz music, I guess you'd call it. Wouldn't and, you? Like, Britain doesn't really make these songs. I mean, these kind of comedy songs probably died alongside, it's... say, not died alongside, but the the waning popularity, the importance of Python. Right. That music went out with that. Yeah, but it's weird. There's nothing like that. No, and I love it anymore. Yeah, Bonzo's obviously, but then as they went on, they moved behind from this and became now much more art pop or whatever you want to call this it. This guy was. This is his only. Comedy well, music apparently, album. He was no. He he released a song called uh f- oh what was it fucking called Fanny fat fa- uh fat Fanny. Hang on, it's right. It's written right here. Sloppy, hang on. sloppy fan like Fanny. Sloppy big mot. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Fan like Fanny. Fan like Fanny, which was a song made popular by George Formby in the twenties. Right, and he did a cover. Formby did sort of comedy music as well. I didn't mean, he? it's all part of the same heritage. It's all Max Miller. Uh, George Formby. But the real difference these days is comedy isn't music anymore. They, they, they used to sort of exist in almost the same... Uh... Well, it's seen as novelty music these days. Yeah, but that, that doesn't really exist. That isn't made like, anymore. Goal, you look and chain, you could argue. Yes. Fits into that heritage does, yeah. in a very distant way. Um, comedy Lonely rap, Island. Yeah. You know, the American band Flight the Concord, you could also yeah. argue, have a bit of it as well. Absolutely. No, I'm wrong. There no, is, no, you're not it wrong, but it's not yeah. popular because no. it's seen as... Twee stand up has been given this kind of legendary representation of what comedy has to be now, and so everything else sketch, slapstick, music, yeah. parody, mime, whatever falls Below to a lesser yeah. state. Yeah, and that's why it's a shame, it, it, yeah, it is a shame because I, I think comedy's richer and there's more access to variety. Yes, and you had that variety in the 60s, 70s, and in the 80s, but then in the 80s, mostly to the American influence of people like Andrew Dice Clay, but you know what I mean? It's like he, they made it rock and roll. Eddie Murphy made yeah. stand-up rock and roll. Yeah. And then that carried over to Britain, which is why Newman and Badil became the first UK rock and roll comedy Did they stars. have any singles, Newman, Newman and Badil? Uh, possibly. They may well have done, mightn't they? Well, Badil did. Do you know he's back? Four lions. Three lions. Yeah, but that's Two lions. Really, yeah. How many lions? Three. One lion on my arse. <laughs> no. Uh, ben Elton's touring again. is gaping. Ben Elton's touring again. Yeah. I always thought he was a good stand-up. Ben he Elton. was a good stand-up, but it's he's just funny. he's just a weird. I don't he's know. A strange guy. But he's yeah. a guy who's lost his edge because I think he doesn't need to have one anymore. Yeah, but that's what he was saying. I heard in an interview. He's like, "Oh, but you're not going to be edgy like you." He's like, "I never was. I was quite mainstream from the start." Yeah, Do you know? What he mean? just like just, using the word knobs was, and willies a lot. Yeah, really, it was a bit like Jasper Carrot or something. Just like a sort of. And also, he was a solid out- gag writer. Well, he was an outlier know? to that whole movement because, like Ben Elton, was often because he. He was seen with Rick and Aid a lot, and they wrote together at Manchester University and worked together. Yeah. That when they kind of ended up crossing paths with the Oxbridge types, you know, it was Frying Laurie, yes. those worlds. So he, he, he dipped in and out because 
things like Blackadder were like the crossover between those two yeah. types of comedy. He was never part of any of those worlds, Elton, no. was he? he? Was a, I would say, in all fondness, he was a journeyman comedian. Yes. He did everything. He's like, he's like Jim, I'd say he was like, a very like good Alan joke, Carr or I'd, Jimmy yeah. Carr. I'd say he was a very good joke writer, yeah. Ben Elton. Very but good. like, to be honest, no sitcom he's ever done since Blackadder has ever appealed no, to no, me. No. I don't like that Shakespeare the thin one. Blue line, did I he don't do? like the Thin Blue yeah. Line. It's just it's all a little yeah. bit twee, and his novels are sort of a bit sort of pulpy and uh, uh, formulaic. But I mean, Popcorn was the big one for yeah. him. Anyway, it's interesting to me that he's starting to do stand up again. Yeah, good luck to that millionaire uh, living in Australia. Oh, a little bit of politics, ladies and gentlemen. Thatcher, a little yeah. bit of politics. All oh, standing in line in a queue. All oh, politics, a little Australia, bit of politics. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but we I were... wrote Blackadder. Yes. I made it good. Okay, I've got one of his LPs, Motormouth, with a little booklet. It's in very good condition. Now. Oh, it's right there. Can you see it? Now, he's gone to the shelf of my comedy LPs. Motormouth. It's good, that, isn't it? It's got the original sticker. Yeah. It's all very mint on card. Oh, I it? miss that. I miss the proper comedy look album. Look at that little book I've got in there. That's lovely. Yeah, and look, it's got... Look, you were saying. Poster, yeah. This is uh, some posters in here with him, with Rick... Rick Mail, Mick Mail, yeah, and Ben Elton. So they used to work together themselves. Yeah. I didn't I mean, obviously, you've got to remember that Ben Elton was brought in for the young ones. He was brought in for Filthy Witch and Cat Flap. He just knew how to write for Rick Mail and Aid Edmondson. That's quite a nice piece, isn't it? This? It's a lovely piece, actually. Yeah. That uh, it's, it's just his stand-up, isn't it? I don't yeah. think he does any remixes of his songs like rap, no, it's rapping like, Ronnie. I think it's a couple of his gigs or one gig. So this is going to add to my comedy album. This uh, Clinton the Clown. It's not. I don't. It for me, it falls between two stools, Paul. Um, it's not funny and it's not musicy enough. Do you see what I mean? I just. It's it's funny in a way that would make sixty-year-old women in a theatre in Margate laugh. Mate, they might titter. In 1960 yeah. on the pier. They might titter. It's that kind of but thing. But it's from 1968, this album. Yes, it is. So did he have this Clinton Ford guy, did he have more success with this comedy stuff later in his career, I guess? I think the overall gist from what I understand is that after the relative success of this song, because originally his release of Fan Like Fanny was the big hit that got his name noticed. And that's noticed. about this, uh, this uh, uh, lady of ill repute yes. who was a... a, a, a a nightclub singer it's and very, a pisshead and a yeah, thief and, a thief. and probably a prostitute, prostitute it heavily right. infers. Yeah. And then they remade it for this and called it, uh, what's it called in this? And Fan Dance Fanny, to update it a little oh, bit. Because you know the whole fan dance. Now, for me, it's not also just not absurd or surreal enough. Not quite enough. The closest they get is My Baby's Wild About My Old Trombone, which is very Spike Jonesy. Yes. Now, let's. we're going to have a listen to a bit of Spike Jones. It'd be... Uh, you can't talk about comedy music, I don't think, unless you talk about Spike Jones. No. Uh, who came for, it was earlier than these guys, obviously. I think he was working in the 40s. Do you know what? It's a good point. I don't know very much about Spike Jones. I, I, I just kind of take He's it as He's a red, band though. leader. Yeah. Like Glenn Miller and, and things I like that at the time. I think he was, um, um, what do they call it? Americanized Jew. I think his real name is Spike Jawanski or something. Oh, something like okay. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's why his, his most famous tune is... Uh, in the Führer's face, which is uh, basically a big attack in the Führer's face, send up of Hitler, and yeah. uh, uh, that's well known. Okay. But he had this whole basically co- comedy orchestra, and he used to have a TV show as well. Yeah, Spike Jones, and he, for me, he's the ultimate because he really is absurd. He just it just delights in these stupid noises, like cacophony of sound, isn't oh, it? At yeah. times, and it's very cartoony. It's very um, well. It's he, got he invented that Tom and Jerry feel it, to yeah, it. You know totally, what I mean? Yeah. He invented instruments just for making a stupid noise on a record. Right, cause so he's got this sort of absurdist 
completely just ridiculous silliness, screwball, a discordant, screwbally yeah. kind of sound with the kind of Tom and Jerry Foley aesthetic. Yeah, they've as got well. Foley sort of sound yeah. effect things going on, yeah. and just um, but also really tight. Well drilled musicianship as well. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and I mean, it's, it's all it's brilliant. It's like it's what I like. It's that professional unprofessionalism. Yeah, it was like they do work very hard to sound that. Yeah, cacophonic stick. Now I've got this stick. I've got this LP. Go crazy with Spike Jones, and it's got Spike, and he's looking. He's doing the dog. What's it? Oh, his master's voice. Yeah, yeah. He's pretending to be a dog. It's in almost a Mad Magazine style cartoon. It's got an illustration. You can see this on our website, guys. And we're going to have a bit of the first tune on this, mm. which is called... <laughs> it just cracks me up thinking about it. <laughs> oh, he's very taken with this. I love it. I kiss your hand, madame. And here it goes right now. In dreams I kiss your hand, madame, and pray my dreams come true. In I... Your Madame, your Yes. Now, as we've learned... I love it because... Oh, oh, that noise. You know, <laughs> yeah. he had a whole noise. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, what is oh, that? It's like drinking. It's like it's, glugging. Yeah, it's like a, and oh, also oh, just oh. the... You can't go wrong with a boing. Or that slide whistle. That noise cracks me up. And it's got a slide whistle in there It's got well. everything you need. And what I like about um, this is that the song is an old standard. It's like a song that's been German covered by... It's a song, I think you said. I, it? I can't remember. There's a film. There's a black and white film called... Uh, whatever the song's called, Kiss My Hand, My Lovely, or whatever. I Kiss Your Hand, Madame. My, Madame. And I don't know if the song's based on that film, but it's been covered by Bing Crosby and all these crooners, and this is the subversion of that very yeah. soppy song. So I can only imagine it would have been like the um, Everything I Do, I Do For You song of the 1930s. Yes, that they were that like, he totally uh, subverts. That's the other thing I love about Spike Jones. There's, a, there's, a, there's an actual anarchism to it. There's a real actual subversive element to how ridiculous it is. Do you know what I mean? Did he ever score movies or anything like that? Or you know what I mean? He may I think he may have worked with the Marx brothers. Spike Jones. Let me just have a quick look at this. His name was Lindley Armstrong Jones Armstrong Jones. Okay. That's uh, wrong about or that. known as Spike Jones, an American music musician and band leader specializing in satirical arrangements of popular songs and classical music. Ballads receiving the Jones treatment were punctuated by gunshots, whistles, cowbells, and outlandish and comedic vocals, which, again, is another thing they do. Uh, lots of kind of tongue-in-cheek well, then singing. On this track, there's a bit of um, a sort of piss-take, uh, cool jazz beatnik character, yeah. almost, isn't there? He's like, come back to my pad, baby, all of this sort of... Yeah, yeah. it's like, I'll kiss your hand because I can't stand your breath. Yeah, that's... Which the, is a great way. He's done a few little films, but not much, mostly just doing 
bits. And he had a TV show, right? He had a TV show, yeah. There you go. And the All-Star Review, which in 1952, before given his own slot by NBC, called The Spike Jones Show, yeah, which he had in 54. Uh, so, yeah, in 1990... There's famously a band, a tune by the band, where he goes, uh, he was watching Spike Jones on the box, one of the lyrics. Oh, well, there you go. Later years, well, the decline of big bands and the rise of rock and roll hurt his career. No shit. He couldn't lampoon them in the same way. Uh, he played rock music for laughs when he presented, for the first time on television, the bottom half of Elvis Presley. This was his cue for a pair of pants inhabited by a dwarf actor, Billy Barty, to scamper across the stage. That would have been good. So <laughs> all you see are a pair of pants yeah. running across the stage. That would have been good, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... So Spike Jones definitely related um, to the Clinton uh, Ford record. Yeah. Um, it's all of that. It's that whole lineage, that whole sound I love. I'm a big fan of it. I like Jim Dale's... Um, Mother song, which is a spoof of that, and uh, like the goodies did a few like taking my oyster for walkies and songs like that. Songs that have that kind of end of the pier, yeah, small traditional, but yeah. sort of with a saucy songs, bit cheeky. Yeah, it's just totally disappeared all of that stuff. And what a shame that is. Yes, maybe we should come up with our own song. I'll called... call it Sloppy Hole Fanny. No, no, we got to do bucket. S- Sloppy bucket. It's got to be. It's got to be suggested. Oh. But still blunt. I had a gal called Vajaji. <laughs> and everywhere she went, the smell. I smell your fanny. <laughs> right, you know what? That's, it, it's lost the innuendo when you just say, I can smell your fanny. We need, it, needs to be, it needs to be a oh, song like... Oh, go down the chip shop, my love. Your legs are so open and wide. I smell your chip. <laughs> Stop saying you'll smell a lady's part. Stop it. The song needs to be called something like... I smell your chip. Shut chips. up. <laughs> Put some vinegar you... on no. those chips, my dear. It's, it, it's, the song is like, I'll let you hold my pencil... But I prefer you to touch my wand. Yes. It's that kind yeah, of I thing. Know. It, you know, it's got to be. I'm no good it's, at that. You know, you're just. I got a finger of a shot. What are you? Well, it's funny you should say that because a certain um, Ty yeah. is uh, working on uh, what a musical, a, a new song. Is he? Licky, licky, fanny, fanny. No, well, we're going to ban that. What do you mean we're going to ban it? I'm not going to have a song released on the cheap show record label called Licky, Licky, Fanny, Fanny. Well, you know who the owner of the label is, so. Yeah, I know, and we're not bringing him into it. Brandoff is trying to buy the rights to Cheap Show, and yeah. then it'll become Richard Brandoff's Cheap Show. That'd be good. And no, it fucking wouldn't. Well, at least maybe I'd get some more things to do. <laughs> I would if you did anything, but you don't. <laughs> you just sit there and everyone to the right go, Spoffy, wanky, cussy, pussy, fanny, wanny, licky, big, big. That's, that's you. good, that's, that's you good, that. Not, yeah, can I have not... that? Can no, I have that? You can't. Could you say that again? I'll write it down. I can't remember what spoffy? I said. Spoffy? What is it? Spoffy Waffy? Spoffy Waffy. No, licky, I'm just taking Licky? Licky Bicky? Sticky Licky. Fanny. Fanny <laughs> Wanny. I don't fucking know. Right, Paul. Is that the end of that That's segment? That's the end of this segment. It's story time, Paul. Is it? Come on, boys and girls. Come and sit no, down. No, no, no. Come and sit no. down by story time, Paul, and story time, Eli. No. Come and sit down. Sit I'm not doing down. It. I'm not doing this. Sit bit. down. I'm not, you're not, Paul. What? Can we just step outside the podcast? Yeah, just let's let's open the hatch. Yeah. No, you can't just mime it. You have to do the sound. I'm going to put a sound effect in. It's better, isn't it? I'm going to open the sound effect.
Okay, Paul. Yeah. We're up here on top of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, yeah. the whole thing with the little boys and girls. What's wrong? That's why you tell stories to, isn't it? No, you tell stories to children of all ages. All right, well, then I'll say children of all ages. Okay. Then. Go back in. Can we go back in? Yeah. All right. Just, I'll go down after you. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to have a... All right. I'm going down thing. there. I'm going down. All right, here we go. I'll see you in a sec, yeah. Yeah. Cunt, he's such a cunt, I swear. One more time. If you one more thing. Right, I'm going back in the podcast. Sound effect. Okay. Oh, oh you're back. Yeah. But you oh. know, there's someone 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 milling around here, oh, Paul. Yeah. He's someone milling around. He's heard story time. Yeah. And I think he's a, uh, he just, all right, story time, granddad. Yeah. Ah, yes, so I do. So I am. Why so are I your favourite characters the worst ones? So I am story time, granddad. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you a little story. Yeah. In the war. It was way back in some war I was in, right? Chewing testicles. I, just, just get to I the bit where you chew testicles. Death. I was starving to death. So I was starving. I was hungry. Hungry like a fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. So, what's a man to do? So, what's he to do? So, what's he to do? So's to say. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, do you? I'll tell you what I did. Go on. i tell you. It's a story I tell. I tell everyone. So I do. <laughs> Your Irish accent comes in and out, but go on. So I do tell them that story. I'm not Irish. So I'm not. I used to eat people's genitals. I used to do it for fun, so I did. <laughs> right. The war is just a pretext. I'm story time granddad. Why don't we just call you genital? So I am. Why don't we just call you genital, genital granddad? Genital muncher man. Genital, Gen- just, genital munchy down just man. genital granddad. Genital granddad, I like it. So I do. So now you can just drop the pretense of I telling like a story. To, I like to eat. I cannibalize and, other people's genitals. And every now and then, just turn up on the podcast and just say... I eat balls! <laughs> and then just go. I'm going. Save us some time. Storage, I feel rejuvenated. Right. I'm no longer a granddad. Just an eater of bollocks and vaginas. Oh, hang on, who's this coming in? I've never seen this guy before. Who's coming? Oh, it's Tall Tale Tommy. And I'm telling Tall Tales to I am. I don't like this guy. And what I like to do is I eat the plop plops. That's what I do. You eat the plop plops? I, eat the pl- I was in the war, you know, who are... So it was, and I was in the war, and I ate poo. That's that's basically what you do. So if you're looking at me right now, like Paul. looking unimpressed, Paul. that's why I look at you. I'll tell you something right oh, now. Oh, I'm told tail Tommy with me tails. Fuck him, Eatling Scat. You've got your characters. Everyone likes your characters. No one likes your second-rate knockoff characters. That's okay? it. That, the only thing that gives me life in this podcast is doing my knockoff. Eli characters. He eats poo, does he? That's not as good. Yours eat balls. How he was that to. clever? He was in the war. So did mine. He had to eat poo no, he to didn't. survive. No, he did I had to eat the turd, so I did. Let's just get on with this. You've ruined f- it. You've, the f- mur- you've murkied the waters. Have I? Or have I just pointed out to you in very clear He's terms He's a nuanced how awful. character. He's not nuanced. He's not. <laughs> Nothing you ever do is nuanced. You don't know what nuance means. I'm Twelve Tell Tommy. Fuck Twelve Tell Tommy. And, and I eat the scat. Yeah. I'm the scat man. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Now, someone, yeah. talking of terrible pop music, someone yeah. on Twitter Ooh. said, uh, I can't believe Eli hates... Um, right, said Fred. And, yeah, and, but it's... But it's Defends of, Aqua. I will defend Aqua from here until the day I die. I, I mean, think Aqua were the best of their type. I would agree with you. I like right, said Fred. But don't, they don't hold a candle to Aqua. Aqua's much better. Barbie Girl is a, is one of the greatest singles of that era, I'd say. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Because that is incredibly brilliant. The bald guy is like, yeah, party, let's go party. Yeah, I love no. that. I love the emotion that he embodies of just carefree, yeah. being slightly Dutch or something, yeah. and and going to party. <laughs> he goes to party. Come on, party, let's He's go party. Like, they weren't Dutch, were they, Aqua? Uh... They were Europeans. And Dr. Jones... Calling Dr. Jones... Is a much more refined and, dare I say, nuanced product. Oh, that's a more nuanced. nuanced. And just a better product than, and I, and I can than bring Cotton it. Eye Joe. Yeah. If you compare those two, I think it's a, a fair comparison and to make. I would say their ballad for Sliding Doors, Turn Back Time, is great. It is insufferable. Like, you know, a lot of ballads that come out for movies I don't think or Barbie songs. Barbie Girl's insufferable. No, I'm not saying this insufferable. What I'm saying is, is this so ballad isn't insufferable. No, no. Barbie Girl is self aware to the extent where it actually becomes like. Well, I compare it to Tub Thumping by Chumba Wumba, where they're songs that had a notoriety for being, in one case, super cheesy and like pop nastiness, and the other one was like leery 90s pub thing. But actually, they were both about the opposite. It's like Barbie yes. Girl was about how it's shit but then being again, vacuous. It, yes, but that yes. And Tub Thumping was about how that leery drinking culture is bullshit. Is bullshit. Yeah. I know, but it's funny. It's the satire paradox again, isn't it? Yeah, where something becomes known for what it was trying to satirize, like, like Colbert Report. Or whatever. Yeah, and so that's the weird, funny line we all live in. It's strange. It's a strange thing. Now, but... shall we do story time to dice? Let's do story time to dice. So yeah, there's we. I got another set of Rory's story. These cubes. are the premium. These aren't very much on message with Cheap Show, are they? Well, they were a quid. Yes, they are. But new, these are quite like these are like posh story this, cubes, aren't they? They are very posh story cubes. But you know, the, all they did was become the brand face of what people have been making for years. Story cubes have been being made yeah, for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not quite new. nice. The illustrations are nice. Like we were saying, the and they've branded so you can get uh, like Adventure Time story cubes or Batman oh, really? story cubes. Of My Little Pony can, story. Yeah. Star, Star Wars probably as well. That sort of takes the whole sort of creativeness sort of out of it, Well, that's it? like the Lego issue as well. Yeah. It's like you could build anything with Lego, but specifically build the Death Star yeah, right now. Yeah, Is that exactly, all right? Yeah. And pay 800 yeah. quid to do it. Yeah. So I liked it. I honestly... World, the I, open world aspect of Lego is the whole... It's gone. The city thing. They still do gone? it. Oh, no, they still make Lego City stuff, like the petrol station or a hospital. Yeah, yeah. And that, to me, is the best stuff, when like you filter reality through Lego as opposed to filtering fantasy through Lego. Yeah. Do you know what I'm getting yeah, at? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it delights me more to see them do a Lego ice cream parlor. I prefer that. When than a yes. Lego Star Wars cantina. Yeah, because it, it, but it, that's just a sort of aesthetic judgment. You prefer a little, like, I like a, like my little um, street sweeper thing. Yes. This is great. Yeah, 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 I yeah, like yeah. things that are real versions of real, in the real world. Yeah. But made mini. But made mini. So. Uh, Story time. Story time. Story so, dice. This, story uh, cubes. They don't even call them dice. No, story cubes. Because it might... Wouldn't it be story die? Yeah, which sounds a bit weird. Weird. 
Let's play story, die. You tell a story. I think that's what we do every week on this show, Paul. Die telling poor stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, why not carry on with that trend? <laughs> well, I don't know what that was. Have you dropped the dice already? You clumsy the dice fucking have gone wreck. On the floor. Have you got them all? Yeah. Oh, are they all counted for? They all are all accounted for. All right, so I've got the original set, but we're going to put these aside because we've used these. We're going to use the Voyager set today. I don't know. These are going to be harder. They're more specific. Well, again, you've got to... They're go, all travel-based. You're going to have... You're going to have... Right, you've got... Can't we use those ones? Which ones? The normal ones. Because we've already used them, so use this. Oh, you have to write this down because I have to cover all the points, don't well, I? Well, no, we'll just... Keep them there. Roll them, keep them there, line them up. We'll say which they are for the audience so they know... What to expect. Yeah. So house, whatever. And then we'll go through. You've got five minutes to tell the story with logic. So you can't just say, and then the bear popped out a flower and the flower on a plane. I wouldn't do that. That's unprofessional and ruins the game. Look at that face. Look at that naughty face. You've got a naughty face on. Right. That's weird. I don't like you when you've got a naughty face on. It's a weird tone. You take that naughty face off. You take that naughty face off. This nauseates me, the way you're behaving. Right, so you take that naughty face off. I'll take the naughty face off. So you have five minutes, okay, to tell the best story to, you can. I have to roll them all first. Yeah, just toss them. Obviously, it's going to be loud now, so you know. Well, that's what be they, considerate. That's what people want to hear, don't they? Oh, yeah, nice bit of ASMR. ASMR. Here's the dice. Right. The die. The die. The dice. Dice is two. It's like mice. Oh fucking hell! Here we go. Here we go. And he's tossing his cubes. You can't criticise the story whilst it's happening. No, I can. It's part of the game. Right. There's okay. cubes. What have we got now, here, Paul? You can line them up any way you want, but you don't have to use them in that order. All right? Line them down. All right? Or we'll just see. So, what have you got? You've got a trophy. That's, don't stop moving them. It doesn't matter. You don't have to move them in that order if you don't want to use them in that order. I'll hand right? them to you. You tell everybody what they and are. I'll line and them then up. you leave. Yeah. All right. Good. Hand me the cubes as they are face up. A trophy. Thank you. That's your first cube. And the second? It looks like a fuel gauge meter. It's a fuel gauge. Like a car fuel gauge meter. I hate this already. Just fucking play. Number three. Oh, a skull and crossbones, ladies and gentlemen. Bit of drama. Next, a ladder. That's a ladder. <laughs> and this one? This one is oh now this is an interesting one. This looks like a magic cauldron of this some looks kind. Like uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like uh, or Bovril. It's a cauldron. It's a cauldron. Next, Eli has to work into his story whatever this is, which is a. I guess that's a helmet. Like these a, are bullshit. Is it a Greek kind of war helmet or something? It's like a, a yeah like a, ancient like a Greek me- no. medieval helmet. It's like a hel- Viking, isn't it? Yeah, it's got horns on, but that's a myth. And anyway. the nose guard. It's some kind of. Ancient pre ancient style war helmet. Some kind of dangerous With helmet. Horns on. And um, then what else? A bum hole. Well it looks like a bum hole. I don't know what that is. It's, it's just a sphincter. It's a sphincter, isn't it? What is it? It's bullshit. This one means like dots. I, what am I gonna work with with that? I don't know. You can it's en- a, interpret. A, it could mean nothing. It could be a splash. It could be a splash, it could be a blip, it could be a black a hole. It could be a sun. It could be a wink, it's it could a be hole. a blink, it could be a hole, it could be void. everything. It could be nothing. Could it is be, nothing. Could be the complete of everything. The complete of everything. The complete of everything or the absence of nothing. Okay, Paul. <laughs> Come with me to my garden of joy. <laughs> Just put it down. Anyway, that's what that is. Next, oh, you've got a lovely Arabian castle. Like Aladdin, maybe. Something like that. How exciting. And your last cube, Mr. Silverman. Please. 
I don't want to play these. Tough shit. Oh, it's a mountain range. There you go. I'm just going to take a picture. I can't see them from here. I'm going to take a picture so I can move them closer to you. Right, a picture has been taken. Careful. Oh, you fucked it. What's that? It's a gherkin or something. Shut up. I remember That looks better. It was that one, and it was uh, that one, and then that will be the uh, ladder. So that's the ones you've got. Right, I fixed it. Mm. Princess Paddy on. I don't know. No, I'd say no. Okay. Are you ready? You're five minutes to tell the story cohesively with interest, incident, adventure, and character development, maybe an arc, with those nine cubes. Your time starts now. Wakingness. Oh. The mountains. The sun. If you end up being fucking abstract just so you can just check them off, I'll punch you. Mate, you were wasting my fucking time. I'll, I'll kill you. Well, let's think about I, it. I will. Well, listen. Let me just put it this way. What was wrong with what I just said? Wakingness. I'll repeat it. The wakingness. What does that even mean? Exactly. Right, so you're hooked in, aren't you? All right. You're hooked in now. I am. What does it mean? Is it a new language? What's this guy working with? Show me what you're doing now. All right. Anyway, okay. you hand me a cube when you want to take it out of the story, all right? Shall I start again? <laughs> no. You co- you've, come on. I live by the mountains. All right, mountains. That's good. Uh, Wakingness, you live by the mountains. Go on. Wakingness, I live by the mountains. Sadly, autumn was here again, and it was time for my poison medicine. Right, the skull and crossbones. I made my breakfast. In the whole big cauldron. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that! Stop looking at me! I know I'm failing, it's terrible! This is awful, it's awful! Uh, the cauldron! The cauldron? Ah. Oh. Three down, ladies and gentlemen. And after I ate my poison, I thought, why? Why did I do that? And then I remembered, I'm some kind of crazy ass berserker guy. Right. Who serves in a militia, a medieval militia, for the king. Oh, so that is that the helmet you want me to take out now? Yes. All right, so that's the militia. And I work for the king, and that's why I eat poison, because I go Wait, berserk. What's the that? king lives in that castle. Arabian castle. He's... So he'd be a sultan, maybe, instead, don't you think, if you did your I fucking don't... research? I'm not doing research for this. And I realised, yeah. with a sudden explosion in my mind that looked like an abstract star shape. Yeah, all right. Boing! This was the poison actually uh, kicking, kicking in. in. I thought I was having a uh, an epiphany, like, right. as usual. Mm-hmm. This always happens. Wake up, eat the poison. Why don't I do that? Out the cauldron. And then I go, oh, I'm a berserker for the king in some kind of militia. And then it goes, boing, the poison, which is not actually poison. It is poisonous, but it acts more as a drug. Right. Boing! And then I'm on berserk. <laughs> Christ, I'm on berserk. I'm going to tear this shit down. (laughs) But how do I get down from the mountains? Right, you're right. This might have been a bad segment to do, but go on. How do I get down from the mountains? What, a ladder? I'll get down on the ladder. You need to tell the audience what you're doing. You can't just suppose they know it's the ladder. So you've got a ladder and you've got down the mountain. Why would you need a ladder to get down a mountain? Because I'm big... No, why would you need the ladder to I get go, down the mountain? I get berserked off on the poison, I go big. So then why would you need the ladder then, if you're so big? Well, it's still, if you think of the scale, it's like, it's still quite... So then the ladder's going to be so useless. So to me, this is how big I get, right? 
To me, a mountain is about the size of a house. One minute forty. You still need a ladder, wouldn't you? You to get up something, maybe. To get down. Yeah, but you wouldn't start with a down position and go downer with a ladder. I'm on top of the mountains. I said wakefulness, the mountains. You just, That's the ab- beginning of the you story. You could just crawl down. A ladder wouldn't help you get down a mountain better. In fact, I would argue using a ladder to get down a mountain's harder, considerably. Anyway, I have my bag with me. That's for putting heads of my enemies in. Oh, yeah, it's not a trophy. It's a bag. Right. So you got down the mountain with your bag of heads. Now what? You've got one more cube. And this has to be the one that ends the story. And uh, get in the car to go to the berserking field where I work. Uh, start the car up. Ooh. What's that? Looks like my speedometer's out. It's not, it's not registering. I'm going to have to phone someone to come and do this because speed is a very important consideration for me. I don't want to break the law. Especially with the berserking. The end. Is that, that's you tapping the uh, the fuel gauge yeah. sign on the dice. Yeah. And so what? Your story <laughs> is about a man He's who a drank poison, realised who he was, went up a mountain, came down a no, mountain with a ladder. No, he was already up a mountain, Paul. I don't want to have to fucking... He had a bag of head, heads. But the worst thing that happened to him that day was he ran out of petrol in his car. Didn't run out of petrol. Like, the, only incident, the, story, the only incident in the story comes right at the very last cube. Yeah, but you've got a lot of backstories. World building. It's not you know, world building. I don't want a world one, building experience. Episode I want a story. One, it just needs a lot of world building. And that's why they often the weakest of all episodes. You're so full of shit. That, was all, that wasn't a story. That was a bunch of stuff that happened in a row. Uh, well... God, it's hard to fill five minutes, isn't it? It's time for Paul. Paul, come on. Wait. It is time for story time. Doodly doo, doodly doo, doodly doo. Yes. Is that? Doodly doo. Is that? Doodly doo. Doctor Who thing? Doodly doo. Yes. Is that the Doctor Who thing? Well, yeah, that's what I was doing. Doodly doo. How'd you do? Now. So, now, let's break the story down, shall we? It was shit. Okay. And you made no effort. I did make an effort. You made no effort. There was no characters. all first person. We know nothing about you. Wakingness. In fact, you don't even know anything about you. I call it wakingness. It's just you being vague for, this, for, the, for some kind of fake kind of context. It doesn't exist. There's nothing below that phrase. Well, that's... You're yeah. so wretched, aren't you? You're just <laughs> such a wretched Stop. man at times. I, I, bloody hell. My turn to roll the dice. And I'm, I'm going to... You wait. I will give you no quarter. I will, this, what I'm With about this to do... meanness, I will give you no quarter. I will tell you this now. When I roll these dice, nothing short of a Mark Twainian odyssey will come out of my mouth <laughs> compared to whatever that shit was yeah. that you did. All right. All right. Yeah. Right. We'll see. Here we go. Hand it's an it interesting me. mix. You've oh. got a better, better roll than me. Right. I had a terrible roll. So my first one is what looks like a worried face. Already better than any of the ones I got. I'm going to moan and bitch and be a sore loser as well. Next cube is an angry face. Again, you've got two emotions there. You can go back and forth, two characters. This is just much better. And it's just a a matter of luck. Maybe you're just... You know, your imagination is stunted. I guess it is. It's just stunted. You lazy. I think your problem is you, you, think, you're, you, you think you're smarter than you are and you're not and you just don't bother wow, them. Wow, Paul, is really getting into it Anyway, now, at the a, end of the fucking A ray podcast. gun is cube three. A ray gun? Could have used that. Uh, here's one that you've had. It's a fuel gauge. Mm, that's not a good one, is it? Not really. 
but I'll still make it work better than you did. Come on. I think this is a trap door or like a, a like steps down into the cellar or something. Would you agree? It's a trap door, yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's something. It's a oversized mushroom. Again. A what? gift. Oh, look. The waves on the next cube. The throffing waves. Is it? Is it the frothing? It's the sea. Yeah, it's yeah. the sea. Big waves and the sea. And look, here's an elephant. There's a, that's the next cube, it's number story, eight. Are you just reading your story cubes out? Even if I did, it would still be mine. better than what you yeah, did. It would be better. Just leave it and there. You've finally... Won. Just leave it on that. What's the, what's the end of the story? Crabs. Yeah, of course. <laughs> are you ready, Mr. Silverman? I'll hand you the cubes when I've worked them out of my story. Okay, and okay. I'll have be in charge of the timer, please. All right, well, you just got to press it once. I'm not going to fiddle with it, am I? I just yeah, want to do alone. this by the book. God, right. you're really getting sore and weird about this. Yeah. Let's just get this out of the way and end this fucking episode, yeah? Whatever you do, it's not going to be good enough for me. Right, you ready? Yeah. I'm start. Do I press play? Yeah, you just press that Yeah, blue button at the bottom. It's stupid. It's not play. You don't play a timer. No, you don't. I agree with you. Fucking things. What do you want me to say? I it's agree. It's an annoying app. Yeah. I, that annoys me. Don't like this skin on this app. Right. It's just on the phone. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you well, I am ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I am ready. Okay, see? I'm being Here playing. we go. Let's play fair. And go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, know, it's time for Paul Gannon's Magical Story. And this week, it's called Eli the Crab and the magic mushrooms working ahead a bit of work Come so on. one day me the no no i'm saving that i'm just this is no, just a title wasting them. it's just a title i'm not worked it into the plot yet it's foreshadowing it's chekhov's gun this is chekhov's mushroom isn't it so <laughs> talk about Eli, pretentious <laughs> but eli's crap down one day are you gonna Eli, say star wars is the greatest western you've ever seen now? once upon a time in a galaxy Fuck far me. far away there was a little <laughs> crab called eli and he woke up Oh, he woke, did he? Oh, 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 I have woken I like this. I am being. I have become my true. So then he woke up and yep. all of a sudden there was a bang, bang, bang at the door. Bang, bang, bang. And so it's just little, that is a coincidence. Got, That's what's going to drive this this narrative, is it? And just some unconnected thing happens. And then, Nothing, nothing. It's the early morning, is it? Which you've stolen from me. Wait. All oh, the stories can start any time of the day, and yeah, I've well, chosen to start chosen the same right, time well, of the day. Right. It was night then, and he, and he just woke up. He and said he was woken up. He was woken up by the no bang, bang, bang. You got no consistency. I'm just changing it up to match your expectation, right? So Eli the crab wakes up in the middle of the night. There's a bang, bang, in the bang middle on of the, the night door now. Yeah, because so it's not make morning. Up, make up your fucking mind. I'm just going to swerve where you swove. All right, that's all I'm doing. So. At first, Eli was concerned, but actually, he knew exactly what that sound meant. It was his best friend, Paul Elephant, who came round, and he was like, "Oh, hello, Eli. Why do they all Eli live in Crab? This silly How are world? you today? How does this world work?" And Eli Crab was like, why is... "Ah, how shall I go? How come night? animals talk um, in this world and live in, in Paul, buildings?" Paul the Elephant goes, "Did you do the stuff for Cheap Show?" <laughs> <And> Eli. <laughs> I got that. I was just drunk. We're doing something else. It's fine. We won't do I the noodle special. This. We won't do the noodle special. Good. Just too tired, mate. So Paul the elephant went, oh, it's that's really tired, inconvenient. Man. It's really inconvenient. Anyway. <laughs> Paul, you've got so long. 
And Paul was Paul was really angry. Uh, and Eli Come on, give me the ones you're using. And Eli Crab knew that. So Eli Crab decided decided to do something special for Paul uh Elephant. So Eli Crab went out into the garden mm. and plucked himself one of the special mushrooms from the Dingley Dell yeah. at the well, bottom well, of the garden. That where he off. was told not to Ever take mushrooms? Good foreshadow and put uh, and pay went, off. Ah, Paul, just fucking calm down. Right? <laughs> I, you Why? fucking just chill. You're always fucking on edge. Fucking calm down. Be fine. And like, well, I worry about stuff. Feel like crap. <laughs> I know you don't, but it's just sometimes I get it. Just does me head in. And I go, oh, wait, yeah, I've got this. And he gave Paul Elephant a fucking bit of this mushroom. And Paul, Paul, Paul oh. Elephant decides, oh, I'll give it a go. So he snuffs it down. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Paul doesn't like it. All of a sudden, the ground swells up like the ocean. And the waves are crashing. And the waves, the, like, oh, the like sand this. is like this waves is crashing around Paul the Elephant. And in the distance, Paul can hear Eli say, ah ha ha ha, he ate a fucking mushroom, what a cat, I can't even handle it. And Paul's tripping out and he doesn't know what to do. Look, he's going all wibbly wobbly and he's upset. Uh, yeah. Paul Elephant is sad, put that the sad face down. Okay, I've got one minute. Shit. One minute. So, it, it, Paul all of a sudden looks, uh, looks into the sky and sees this massive... Uh, gauge in the air filling up going uh, from sane okay, closer to insanity Be- and it, he goes oh no I'm going more it's insane with these- yeah, I'm going- it's a bit of a sort of get out of everything clause yeah. isn't it if they're hallucinating and then he saw this and then he saw that and then, and then he imagined the end of this story and then he starts then freaking he- out and Eli Crab doesn't know what to do and sees that Paul's in danger so Eli Crab goes to his cupboard and pulls out a ray gun and goes oh you should get it out of hand bang 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 zaps Paul to death and Paul's dead lying there on the ground and Eli's like I've gone too far what <laughs> 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 why is he rubbing his nose because so, that's what Eli Crab does with his crab pins he goes oh. and then he drags him down to the basement and goes Paul he, I'll just say he never turned up five and then Eli four, will like to suddenly realise that he doesn't two, make the podcast one. and so his career is over and he's going <laughs> to do the show anymore <laughs> now that Paul's dead eh and he like realizes he's done a terrible thing because now he can't make Paul, a podcast by himself. He doesn't know how to edit, now. does he? He doesn't know how to edit. Paul, you need to stop doing the story now. Thank you. That was uh... so. Eli Crab drinks himself to death. Whoa! Age fifty. The, st- <laughs> <laughs> the story. The end. Did you like it? Paul, I think... Did you like it? When we stopped doing this week's episode of Cheap Show, starring Paul Gallon and yeah. Eli Silverman, we need to have a talk. And I don't mean in the <laughs> metaphorical outside the podcast space. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, I think uh, that was a very successful story I time. There was elements of your story that definitely were better than mine, Paul, Thank you. But... It was um, real. It felt real. It felt really real. I don't know. Those whole digressions about... They're not the... digressions. That's character... Formulation. There was a lot of character stuff in there, but I really felt that you, in terms of actual narrative, I feel really good. <laughs> <right now. laughs> you weirdo. I feel really happy. You 
Oh. The way you stitched it together, oh. you used shake it out. You, these things made had no narrative connection apart from just sort of turning up. The ray gun just turned up. Also, it's lazy to have one of your characters hallucinate and then it can just hallucinate. For example, the worst, uh, you know, uh, and then he gets a ladder to go down a mountain with a bag full good. of beds. That he came needs out of nowhere. To go down the mountain. At least he's using the object. You just hallucinate. You're fucking thinly. Thin veiled, Lizzie. Thinly veiled. Thin Lizzie. You, autobiographical uh, character, Paul the Elephant. Could have been anyone. Could have been any Hallucinates Paul. at Could one point any and looks Eli. and sees a huge fuel gauge in the sky. Yeah. Weak. That goes from sane to mad and then it no, snaps. No, that's that. why. Yeah, it did. You listen back when you watch, listen to the episode if you ever do. Because you, <laughs> you just turn off, don't you, once we finish recording? Paul, you it's... don't engage at all. It's like, I've done with it. Don't you remember it? But it's uh, Paul. What? It's like an artist wouldn't just look at his own Mate, I heard what you said when you were on the roof of the podcast. I heard what you said. Mm. You thought I was down below and you couldn't. I couldn't I hear you called me a cunt. Isn't it no, soundproof? should have closed the hatch first, shouldn't you? I Isn't heard what you said, mate. The podcast roof is... Uh, yeah, you need to close egg, it. Eggshells. Egg, mate, egg I heard what you said. So that's just... That's why I'm angry. Can you put this... So maybe the next time you want to talk to the audience outside the podcast, just keep your voice down. All right, because right, I heard you. Sure, yeah, and I'll it hurt sure. me. Well, it wasn't If I do you. it again, you'll do one over, whatever it was. Mate, cheers. Paul, can I just... That's the end of this segment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, we're back. And remember, we, me and Eli are just good friends. Yeah, don't worry we about don't that. We don't worry about us. It's all no, characters. It's we're not fine. really like that. It's fine. Anyway, it's now time to say goodbye to another goodbye episode of to Teach. Goodbye you. We hope you've enjoyed yourself this week. We have. I feel great. Oh my god! I feel like I've got a lot off my chest. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, really weird. If you want to contact the show, you can thecheapshow at gmail.com for any emails you want to send. And can they send us stuff? Yes, they can now the send PO, us PO box. Yes, we are sharing one with Digitizer, and if you want to send us anything, do it. Don't send shit. You Have know you what I mean. Th- shit? Send stuff that you think would be good for the show, interesting. Worth a chat, worth a laugh, or maybe an item that we can put into a kind of audience-sourced price of shite. And sauce and noodles. Yeah, potentially. If you would like to send us something, please do. It's Cheap Show, P.O. Box 1271, Harrow, H-A-3-3-N-S. You do it. It's good. It feels like you'd be on the telly. Like you're on doing going live. So if you wanted to send something into us here on Cheap Show, everybody... Just send it to Cheap Show, which is P.O. Box 1279, Harrow, HA3. Why did I say nine? Well, it's written w- it, wrong. Thank you for is coming in. For the, a... Thank you for coming in for the edition. We don't, we don't think you're quite I right do for it. Do it in a different voice. No, we're not going to pencil no, you in for on, another I'm edition. No, come this way. Could I just have one more go? And you can put your clothes back on because that wasn't necessary I, either. I, it's not to do this. Not for the character. This is just because I need... erect. Iraq, though. It's just, I've got a medical condition. With a daddy long leg tagging off the tip of it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about? Why have you got a big daddy long leg tagging off the tip of your penis? It's part of the medical condition. Is I it? Want to, uh, yeah. It's just weird to see. Yeah. Mr. Dangley, uh, <laughs> he's a friend of mine as well. So. Hey, all right, we'll let you have one, one last go. I could do it in a different voice. Yeah, please. Thank you for listening to Cheap Show. And if you've got anything to send us, boys and girls, uh, please send it to our new P.O. box. That's Cheap Show. P.O. Box 1271, Harrow, H-A-3-3-N-S. Thanks very much. Good. We'll, 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 Was that all right, Mr. Twangy? We'll be in touch. Yes, that was fine. <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook. We're on 
Instagram. We're on Tumblr. Just look for Cheap Show or Cheap Show Pod. You'll find us eventually. We've got a Reddit page if you want to join in the conversation and there. And where can they see if they wanted to see, you know, some stuff that's been on the show? Where oh, would they look at, look for that? Our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. And then just look for the episode you want and find the pictures and videos that accompany said episode. Okay, then. Uh, what else? Oh, we're on Twitter, at the Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show. Eli is... Eli Snoid, E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. And uh, is that it? That is oh, it, oh. And if you would like to, we have a Patreon. If you want to help support us, we'd love that. No pressure. Whatever. Calm down, mate. I'm just saying. I'm just bringing it up. You don't have to. All right? I'll drop it. <laughs> All right. So they don't have to. But no. yeah. Patreon.com forward slash cheap show. You get lots of little bonus content, magazines, podcasts, videos, stuff that the larger world won't see for a long time. What do you mean the larger world won't see it? Well, some videos will go on YouTube publicly after a few months, oh, but yes. most so, so will stay private. Priority access. They do indeed. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back next time. We've got lots of exciting stuff coming up in the future, haven't we, Eli? I've lost the will to speak now, Paul. Goodbye, <laughs> you fuck. <laughs>